What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Matt Elias Music Podcast with me, your host, Matt Elias. This week, we are very much mid-move, and the new studio is not even close to being set up, so we're dealing with a little bit of chaos around here, but that's okay. I've been doing something I like to call Mode Week, where I am doing a little video exploring each one of the seven modes of the major scale on my Instagram, uh, showing that scale on the guitar. It's been a lot of fun. Had a little bit of feedback from some people on that. We're right in the middle of it, so we've got several more of those to go. Look forward to getting those modes out to you. Today was Phrygian Day, which is a fun one for those of you music nerds out there. I call it the bullfighter scale. It has a Spanish sort of sound to it. But I've got something for you guys this week that I've really been wanting to tell you about. Um, So let me put it to you like this. What is the difference between going to see live music and watching a video of live music on YouTube or wherever? It's not the same, right? We all know that. You can still see the performance. You can see a live performance and not a canned performance of the songs like you would hear, you know, on an album. But when you're there live, I think one of the big differences is interaction. You can look at the artist and you can respond to what they're doing. And you can yell and clap at your computer screen at a YouTube video, but the YouTube video doesn't hear you. But when you're live, when you're in a venue watching an artist and you respond to their songs or to their performance, they're actually there to receive your feedback. And it's not just a one-way mirror like watching them on a video. But what if it didn't have to be that way? What if you could watch from the comfort of your own home a live, live music performance that you could interact with and the artist could see your feedback and reflect that back to you and interact back and forth. Hmm, that sounds novel. Well, that's exactly the kind of thing that already exists, is out there happening every day and night on the internet, and I'm going to tell you where it is. All right, so some of you guys out there may have already heard of this site called Twitch.tv. Twitch is essentially a place where people go to watch other people play video games. You might think, what does that have anything to do with music? And your whole intro was a bunch of garbage. But that's where you're wrong. Twitch is a platform where people do what we call live streaming. Maybe you've seen people live streaming on Facebook or Instagram, but Twitch is sort of the original home of that sort of a platform, right? So most of Twitch centers around video games. And so people will, they'll fire up a video game. They will broadcast themselves playing the game and usually a camera with their face and they will have an audience watch them and the audience can chat uh, with each other and the uh, the person who's playing, the streamer, as they're called, or broadcaster, they can also see the chat and it gives them a chance to interact um, with an audience who can watch them. And it might sound goofy if you're not familiar with it, who wants to watch other people play video games, but the answer is millions of people, lots of people want to watch other people play video games. It's incredibly popular. 
And so on Twitch, you've got thousands and thousands of channels um, of video game uh, streamers playing games with people on their phones, on their computers, I think mostly on their phones probably, watching and interacting and chatting. And not just watching and interacting and chatting, but spending money to provide the streamers with a way to make an income off of this. The way the streamers can make revenue is uh, through what they call subscriptions, which is a monthly, you know, five, ten, fifteen dollars, and you can set different tiers that loyal audience members and people who enjoy their stream will uh, they'll buy in and they'll support the streamer monthly, and you get little perks for doing that like on Twitch like you can get um you're able to watch that channel uh without ads and you get some special emotes that you can use for that channel and chat and just different things this you know it's on the streamer kind of to provide value um it's kind of like the if you're familiar with Patreon just like a, any kind of a monthly subscription uh sort of model that's how it works people are also able to uh donate directly to the streamer give tips sort of that's sort of how it works if you Think of an acoustic artist in a coffee shop with a guitar case and some dollar bills in there. That's sort of how the tips are. Um, now, I'm talking about video game streamers, right? But there's a whole section of Twitch dedicated to uh, performance art. Um, and mostly, it's musicians. Um, you do have some other types of artists on there. People who paint or draw or do pretty much everything there's dancing there's people doing asmr which is another interesting topic that we can talk about at a later date asmr but there are musicians on there playing live shows just like they're in a coffee shop or at a venue or it's sort of more akin to busking but not all the channels are like that there's a lot of room to do a different different types of shows on there you can really do whatever you want but streamers go on there, guitarists, uh, piano players, I've seen bass players, I've seen a violin player or three, uh, what else, harp, I've seen people play kazoos, I've seen pretty much everything you can imagine. Um, and people will go on there and watch. They watch these musicians play and same deal, you know, they get subscriptions and they can get tips and people are making a living on there doing it. Um, it is one of the coolest things that, that I've found, um, in the past few years, I, I got turned on to Twitch originally through video games, uh, years back. And I started to realize that there are, um, musicians on there playing and um, I started to check some of them out, and uh, I spent some time doing it myself as well. This isn't something that I still do, although uh, from time to time I will pop on and do a stream. Uh, I don't do it regularly, but um, honestly, I've been spending more time on Twitch again, and I've been considering firing up a stream. I know I'm a little too busy to, to do that regularly right now, but um, it's a lot of fun. And um, it unfortunately isn't that popular of a... Or it's not that it's not popular, it's just not well known. Most people have no idea. Um, even Twitch users, a lot of them don't know that there's music on there. Um, the majority of Twitch traffic is dedicated to video games, which is fine. That's that's what the platform was was built for. 
but it's just a really cool and unique platform um, that really captured my imagination for a long time um, because it, it's it's really that you know the the fantasy scenario that I painted for you in the the intro in the beginning um, it's like being able to go to a concert but you don't have to go you know you know how everybody likes you like you like the idea of going to a concert. I get like this, you know, you plan to go to a show months ahead of time because an artist you like is coming to town and then, um, or maybe I guess this isn't really, this doesn't really apply to, you know, like your favorite national artist, but more like, you know, if, if it's like an artist that you know, that goes and plays venues and on the weekends and more of like a local kind of a setup and you were going to go down and you want to meet your friends and, uh, watch some live music and then it's time to go and you don't want to go, you know, couch is feeling soft. Netflix is there. You got your phone. Everything's too good at home to go out these days, right? It's a hassle. I get like that. You can actually sit at home, watch live music and get that experience without actually having to go anywhere. Pretty cool. For the artist, it gives them an opportunity to play a paid gig. And again, there's no guarantee. So that's why I sort of compare it to busking because you just are putting yourself out there and you get what you get. But I mean, it's a viable option to sit in your house and play songs in your bedroom or in front of your computer and get paid for it. It's incredible. I never would have imagined. You know, the time that I did spend streaming on Twitch, I got pretty into it and I was streaming pretty regularly uh, doing music. Um, I was just playing my acoustic guitar and singing cover songs like I would sing in a bar. Um, some original stuff, but it seems to be about requests. That's why um, I compare it to those bar gigs, cover gigs, you know. One of the things that... I will always appreciate from that period of time when I spent a few months really heavily uh, putting time into that and streaming. I was playing basically sets that were, you know, it's very disorganized. You just start streaming and people come in and I would usually plan on streaming, you know, two, three hours. And a lot of times if it's going well, you don't want to stop. Like you don't want to just quit when you're just getting momentum because it's, you know, it can be unpredictable. The amount of people that come in. Um, or don't come in, you know, depending on what's happening. But I found myself playing sometimes four, five, even six hour shows on there, um, with minimal breaks. I mean, I would stop here and there, but what this did was several different things for me. Number one, it gave me an opportunity to really practice a lot of these songs sort of it's like I call it like a soft like a soft show because it's it's like you're just practicing at home and more, more like rehearsal not practice so for me the difference between rehearsal and practice like I was getting into last week is practice is where I'm just kind of working out technique or learning parts or drilling things that I need to get better at um, but rehearsal is sort of like 
doing the show as if I'm doing the show to get experience doing that. Streaming on Twitch is like rehearsal, except you actually have an audience. So it's like this weird hybrid, you know, you're, you can potentially, if you get nervous, you, you can definitely get nervous because you know, there are people there watching you. You can see how many are there. It's a great, it was a great tool for me to really nail down a, a lot of acoustic songs and people are requesting things. There is a lot of incentive to learn songs that I didn't know um, because people are, people want to pay me money to play these songs or they're asking for it and they're having a good time and you want to learn them. So I, w- I would do it, you know, so I ended up with uh, a massive amount of material put together from doing this for a couple of months, you know. I was doing four or five, sometimes six, sometimes every night, seven, seven nights a week, just playing these long shows. And I ended up with a huge amount of material that I still benefit from now. You know, I don't have every one of those songs committed to memory, obviously, but, um, the benefit was real. And aside from that, I got if endurance physically to play, um, you know, cause I had done three, four hour gigs, you know, for, for years, forever. But I found when I did have actual gigs on the weekend, um, I remember the first one I did, I think I had a couple of weeks off from actual shows when I had started getting heavy into the music streaming. I remember playing a show, the first one I had, you know, after that period of time where I was off and I, it just, the guitar felt light. <laughs> my legs felt good. My voice felt strong. Um, it really is like to practice, not just the instrument and not just the, the, the voice and not just the material, but performing itself is something that, that needs to be practiced. And, you know, again, that's what rehearsal is, but having that, that audience, you know, inside my computer screen, it's like you're I used to joke that it's like I'm playing for like imaginary friends, um, you know, because anybody walking through the room just sees me with some headphones on and my guitar singing, you know, at a webcam on the computer screen. Um, but that 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 endurance, I was able to take that out with me, and um, it, it it really, I was really shocked by that. It wasn't something that I had really considered before. Another element of it was endurance with my singing and also sort of on the negative end of that I kind of learned a lesson about treating my voice like a you know like a commodity to be cared for because as I found out you can't go singing for six hours seven nights a week and expect your voice to respond you know correctly and you know that's 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 abuse. (laughs) If my voice was an employee of mine and I was working it like that, it would be illegal. And, and I felt the difference, you know, so I had to kind of go through that and learn like, okay, we gotta, we gotta take breaks. Number one, we gotta remember to drink water. Number two, number three, we can't do six hours every night. That's just too damn much. Um, you know, and so from there, I actually was able to get, you know, a lot more endurance with the voice. You know, I was able to sing full on shows, you know, solo and just no problem. Initially, I wasn't as much of a singer as I was a guitar player. Now, in, in the years since then, with that Twitch experience as a part of this equation, um, you know, I've gone through some uh, vocal lessons 
and spent, you know, a good bit of time working on my, on my vocals. But that was like a crash course in full on performing, um, endurance and just being able to hit the notes and sound good, even though I already played this song three times, cause I ended up doing that, you know, on a Twitch stream, sometimes people want to hear, maybe I wouldn't do that so much in a, in a bar or in a venue, even though I have done it. Um, sometimes the early crowd isn't there at the end of the night and you know, what the hell we'll play the same song again, but, um, people will be requesting and the same song and you play it. But, um, to be later on in the show, you know, after hours of playing and singing and, um, you know, to find that, to find the note and to be strong and to not hurt the, hurt the voice and, and then to know when to stop, you know, it's like, okay, I really need to just stop for the day. Um, a lot of interesting lessons from that. And so that's sort of a little bit about my experience with, with doing that whole streaming music on Twitch and how it really had, a positive effect on me as a musician, as a performer, um, as a player. Yes. Um, it wasn't particularly pushing me to learn anything new technique wise, but it was pushing my, as I mentioned, endurance, physical endurance of standing. Cause I like to stand. Um, when I play, I always, I always like to stand. I, I perform standing. I don't like to sit down. Um, I will sit down in front of the TV and practice guitar, but um, I try to stand and practice because that's how I perform. And that's how I was doing, uh, at a stand up desk. And when I was performing, uh, on Twitch, I would be standing and, you know, just to stand there with a guitar for hours and to have it in your hands like that, to get that, that muscle endurance was a great thing, you know, and I'm still, that was a baseline and you have to main, you know, as, as I was harping on last week, I have to maintain that. I can't just expect it to be there if I don't if I don't take care of it and practice it, but it was a great way to do that, man. It was like a trial by fire. And, you know, again, I, I'm still reaping the benefits of that experience. And man, was it cool. The first time I made a buck from just playing for, you know, internet strangers on the other side of a, of a computer screen. I also made some legitimately close friends that I still I'm in contact with now, uh, from, from those days, believe it or not, you know, I know I can't really condone going out and meeting up with internet strangers, but I actually did have the opportunity to go out. Um, we were on a trip, uh, out to California and one of my good friends from, from my, my Twitch channel, um, lives out there and we were able to, we stayed in touch, you know, even though I wasn't really streaming on, on Twitch, uh, we, we actually met up and we went and got sushi and we went and did karaoke, which was really hilarious. And, um, it was, it was a lot of fun and, you know, so it, it's cool, man. And it, and it, it let me meet a lot of people that I never would have contacted any other way. Obviously, you know, it was just that place in that time they were cruising the music section of Twitch and found me. Um, and, but there are a lot of, there's a lot. So I wanted to bring this up and expose you guys to this. So if you, those of you who aren't familiar with Twitch and even if you are, the music side of it is uh, very neglected. A lot of people don't know about it. Um, there's just so much cool stuff. There's a, there's a really connected community uh, in the Twitch music scene. Um, they have 
so like on Twitch, like every streamer has their own discord server where they will sort of use as a way to organize and, and communicate with their, their own little community, because that's when you're building a stream, that's what you're doing is trying to cultivate a community of people centered around the content that you're making, which is what anyone's doing, any creator online. But for Twitch, I mean, it's, it's very important. You got to have that people. Yeah. They want to, they're there for you. They want to watch your material, but they also, you want them to be communicating with each other, you know, a little sense of community. And, um, in, in the Twitch music scene, uh, it is, as you can imagine, a lot of the crowds overlap between the music streamers, but not all, not all. There's some people who have, you know, their own dedicated following and, but they're very supportive of each other. All these music streamers, um, in my experience, it seems to still be that way, although I'm a little detached from, from that side of, from that side of Twitch, um, these days, but, uh, it's just such a cool thing. So many really nice people, so many talented people, a lot of great creators on, on Twitch. Um, a lot of really unique things that you're not going to find anywhere else. And it's just, there's nothing else like it. And I wanted to share one of the experiences that I had on there on my own channel because I think it demonstrates really well what I'm trying to get across um, beyond just the, okay, you can watch a, a live performance and type something that the performer can see, you know, from your phone. Uh, obviously that's cool, but how about an experience that you can't actually have, even if you, you can't get it from a YouTube video, but you also couldn't even get it at a live uh, performance. Check this out. So I used to, there's this running joke, okay, in my, when I would do these shows, I would cover uh, some Pearl Jam, right? There's, you guys know the song, uh, Yellow Lead Better. Um, great song, one of my favorites, uh, very played out. I can't really listen to it anymore, but um, I enjoy the song, but I would make fun of it. I had this running joke that like, uh, because of the way Eddie Vedder, uh, the Pearl Jam singer, there was just the way his delivery, um, again, he's great. I'm not throwing stones at, at Pearl Jam. I like Pearl Jam. But uh, just the way that he sings and delivers his his, uh, his lyrics sometimes is, is kind of unintelligible and just like this mumbly thing. And um, I would really like harp on that and make fun of it. And um, I had this running joke that when I would do Yellow Lead Better, it was like, I don't know what the lyrics are and it doesn't matter because no one, no one does. So I would just kind of like do gibberish. And when I would have like a decent amount of people in the, in the chat, you know, watching me in the channel enough that, you know, they were being active and talking that I could do this. Uh, and, and you, you couldn't see this anywhere else. This would be impossible at a live show. What I would do was it was called yellow chat better. I would have them type in the lyrics to the song, but you know, anything I said, you could type anything you want. Um, cause my stream was like R rated. I, I wasn't worried about, you know, keeping a PG or anything. Uh, I just said like no racial slurs and nothing too incredibly heinous. But other than that, you know, go nuts. Anything you type, I have to say, and I'll say it within those guidelines. And people really liked it. It was a lot of fun. And so they would type just the most whack off the wall stuff, just wacky things. And um, I would sing it and it, it was just, it would end up hilarious, you know? And, and sometimes I would make the song go on for 10, 15 minutes because they were just feeding me lines to sing, you know, uh, lead is kind of a simple sort of song so it's not too hard to keep it going and um but they would be you know feeding me these ridiculous like almost like a mad lip kind of thing 
it's a good time for me because they're engaged, they're having fun, but it's a great time for them. And it's a unique thing. You can't get that in any other platform. How, how would you right? if it's a YouTube video, obviously you don't have any feedback coming from the performer. It's just a video. If you're at a live show, yeah, they can see you and they can hear you, but how are you going to feed them lines to sing? What would you write them on cue cards or something like at a bar? That's not going to work. I mean, I guess you could do that, but you'd have to do all this preparation. But like with something like Twitch or live streaming music, it's just built right in. They're chatting anyway. That's basically a unique music live streaming sort of experience in a nutshell. And there are all kinds of things like that. So um, for those of you out there, I'm sure a lot of you are not familiar with Twitch at all, and especially not with the music uh sort of subculture in Twitch. Uh, I think it's called music and performing arts is the category now. So if you go to the site, twitch.tv, go to the browse section and you can look at different categories, go to the music and performing arts and you can see at any given time, dozens or even more than that, hundreds sometimes, all kinds of musicians. Drop in, bless somebody's stream. Make sure you create an account with Twitch. It's real quick. You just need an email address and stuff. Um, that way you can get in, you can just, you, anybody can just watch if you just go and navigate to the channel. But you know, that's, that's lame. You don't want to just watch. You got to get an account and get in there and chat. And, um, you know, if you really like somebody, you can, uh, hook up your PayPal or whatever and then subscribe and you can do Twitch has like built in, um, ways that you can donate. So it's all above board and through Twitch. It used to be, we had to do, uh, you would just like put your PayPal link in there and people would send you tips that way. But, um, and Twitch is, uh, the site is twitch.tv. It's, it's owned by Amazon these days. So, uh, how much more reputable can it get than that? Right. But, um, anyway, that's about all I have for you this week. I just wanted to shed a little bit of light on that. I know a lot of people don't know about that and it's a, it's a really cool thing. And, um, I've been, back on there a lot recently my brother actually started streaming not music he's doing video games um so i've just been on twitch and i've kind of been checking out my old you know the old channels i used to watch on there a lot of them are still there i mean people are doing this as a career you know doing it making a living doing it it's really cool full time um a lot of talent a lot of amazing unique shows and a lot of fun to be had on there you know so if you're sitting around you're just getting done listening to the Metalized Music Podcast. You're at your house. You're going to pop on a YouTube video. Maybe check out Twitch instead. Go bless a music streamer with five bucks or something. They'll flip out. They love it. They're so appreciative, you know. And I know this because I was on the other side of that at one point. It's so good when somebody comes in and and uh, appreciates what you're doing for them. Um, you know, as a performer, it's really cool. So... But that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Matt Elias Music Podcast. I've got a lot of cool stuff planned going forward. I'm currently now, as I said, in the middle of a move. So I'm sitting in a room in my new basement. Allegedly will someday be a studio. It's kind of hard to imagine it right now. I'm staring at water pipes and uh, boxes looming over me. But we'll get it. Uh, it's a work in progress. Uh, but I've got more guests that I am in the process of lining up. Make sure you keep an eye on 
your notifications for this podcast, which by the way, if you're listening to me on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave me a five-star rating, give me a nice review, and if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, you can get notified when new episodes come out. And anywhere else you're listening, if you're able to review and subscribe, I know not all platforms, I don't think you're, you're able to do that on every platform. I mean, there's a million different ways to listen to podcasts, but I'd really appreciate it. Uh, if you're listening to the show, you get a little value out of it. You just enjoy it. Or maybe you really hate me and you like to listen to me every week so you can think about how much I suck. That's fine too. I appreciate you. You can find me on Instagram at Matt Elias Music. Same goes for Twitter. I've got some gear review type of stuff coming out soon on YouTube. Um, like I said, on get on my Instagram if you want to jump in for uh, mode the rest of Mode Week, as I mentioned. The website is MattEliasMusic.com. That's actually where this podcast lives. And just about everything else that I do is sort of centralized there. So if you are looking for ways to keep up with what I've got coming out, that's a great place to to go. And that is all for this week's episode of the Mentalized Music Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I will catch you next week. Late.